Moms head into motherhood with a lot of expectations and most will tell you a lot of those expectations eventually blow up in our faces. The Mother Trucking Truth Podcast is bringing the raw and real of motherhood in a way that will leave you laughing and wanting more. The relatable hosts and their expert guests are not afraid to go there from bad marriage advice to vaginal health to childhood trauma. Give it a listen and get a laugh from these thought-provoking episodes. With season one available to binge now, check out The Mother Trucking Truth wherever you listen to podcasts. Episode seven, The Power of One Consistent Adult is a favorite amongst listeners. And season two premieres August 5th, so there will be plenty of new content coming your way. Don't miss The Mother Trucking Truth podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Super excited about this week's episode because we're going to talk about narcissistic bosses. This is something that if you've never worked in this type of environment with this type of difficult person, then bless you. But if you are going through this right now, then this is for you. And quite frankly, we can always use these tips for anyone that we're dealing with, whether we have to work with them, co-parent with them, family that we can't just like never see again. You know, you can choose to go no contact with people, but at the end of the day, if you see them at a family function, these are just good strategies to understand how to handle yourself in these types of situations. Now, when we are working with someone who's narcissistic, it is definitely 100% a challenging experience that we are going through because we're learning how to navigate through this, you know, emotional roller coaster that we're on and dealing with this ridiculously unfair um, you know, toxic environment at times. So since we spend so much time with our coworkers and we spend so much time at our jobs, you know, these relationships have to be pleasant because if they're not, what is the point? And no matter how much money you are making, chances are you are not going to stay somewhere where the environment is so toxic. Just like most people will stay in environments where the relationships with their coworkers and the environment itself is really amazing and maybe their pay isn't what they want it to be. You know, they'll stay in a job for years and years and years, not making the kind of money they want to make, or maybe not even doing the things that they want to be doing just because the environment is great. So environment really plays a hefty role on your level of happiness in the work environment. When the situation and the people are not ideal, you know, what do we do? And I want to give you, you know, how you can cope with the situation Um, no matter what the case is. So first off, I want you to understand how a narcissist thinks. And this is really important because you have to know your enemy. You have to know people really well so you understand how to handle this type of situation. Knowing your audience has been one of the best pieces of advice um, that I ever received and something that really helped me because then it really shifted the power. I was no longer at the mercy of just reacting or getting emotionally triggered by someone, I started to learn or accept who people are and what they're capable of giving because knowing the personalities of the people that you're working with um, is really beneficial towards you learning how to then interact with them. It kind of gives you the upper hand. Now, if you're dealing with a narcissistic boss or a coworker, you have to understand that their agenda, what they want is the most important in the room. It really boils down to how can they get their needs met first. It really is about them wholeheartedly. And this is why it's so, so important to understand because a lot of what they're doing comes from that selfishness of needing to fill themselves up first. And what situations can they put themselves in where they look like the winner, where they can get the most out of it, where they can get the most out of you to achieve their goals 
uh, and keep themselves satisfied. Unfortunately, that's who you're dealing with. Now, since they only care about themselves, they will use others to get ahead. And we all know this. They will take credit for the work that is being done and they have absolutely nothing to do with it. And yet they never give praise really where praise is due. And this can be incredibly frustrating, especially when you yourself are the team player. You know, you yourself want to be recognized not only as a team player, but perhaps even recognized for what you contributed to the team, to the project, to the company, etc. Here's one of the first things that I learned when dealing with any types of narcissistic personalities, whether it's you know, your ex-wife, your ex-husband, your parent, your boss, never blame them. One thing that I learned is narcissists do not like to be blamed for anything. Their ego is so fragile that you have to learn how to speak to this childlike adult without bruising their ego. Now, some people don't feel the need that they wanna play that game or play nice in the sandbox in that way. And here's the harsh reality though, is that if you don't learn how to manage yourself and play this game, especially in these types of environments, other relationships are completely different because if you don't wanna play nice, you don't need to play nice. But when you have to deal with people, this really just keeps your sanity and it actually keeps you with the upper hand. And most people don't really recognize this. They think that, you know, the narcissist is getting away scot-free or why do I have to bend down to this person? And it's not about any of those things. It's learning how to cope so you can keep your sanity, so you can get what you want out of the situation. And sometimes getting what we want out of the situation is having to do something different than what we've done before. Before we continue with the podcast, let me mention a great new and affordable coaching option for everyone out there. Stephanie has created a brand new membership program where you will gain exclusive access to content, ability to chat with Stephanie and others in her private forum, as well as the ability to join her monthly Q&A live webinars where Stephanie will answer your questions as well as discuss the monthly topics. This is a great way to gain knowledge and have support from others who are on the same journey as you. Register today. Links are below in this week's podcast. The best way to interact with them is to discuss your feelings versus what they're doing wrong and, you know, how they can learn how to manage you better. They don't want you to tell them how to do their job. All you need to do is to be able to discuss how you feel. Now, again, certain personalities, narcissistic personalities are not going to really care how you feel. And you, but here's the key is that you always want to portray this message as how it, how I am feeling does benefit you. So you're never going to blame them for why you feel the way you do, but instead you're advising what you need best to make sure that you're working at your highest potential. They will always give you what you want because at the end of the day, you are a person that is giving them what they need. And so they, they do understand this. So they will play a game with you, but they don't want you to ever point the finger at them. It is best to always give options to these types of personalities. Never just give them one road. Okay, I absolutely need this. Give them options that of course work for you. This will then allow the person to be able to pick the option that they feel is best, which then makes them feel in control. But if you picked all the options, then obviously you're okay with no matter what they decide. So really you are the one with the upper hand, but it's like, you know, it's basically like the example of giving the child what they want for dinner. You know, do you want turkey, you know, do you want a turkey sandwich for lunch or do you want a, you know, 
peanut butter and jelly. You gave the options, but the child feels empowered that they got to make the decision. So really, you are essentially dealing with a childlike adult. For the most part, these people are capable of giving you anything as long as it always benefits them. So always keep that in the back of your mind. You're not playing a game in the sense that you're folding. You're playing this game so you can get what you want. This person can be satisfied and leave you alone and then all is well. So you want to start using this information for your benefit rather than you know fighting against this wave or this current that you're in right now um, and really essentially putting your ego first when your ego is at the forefront you are not going to be willing to do any of these things and really and truly who loses at the end of the day you do because they really don't care about you so if you're willing to play the game learn what is most important to them then you will always win and by understanding what they value this will always give you the upper hand for you to stay out of the line of fire, completely away from them, so they will essentially leave you alone. And that's really what you want. You always want this person to just go away, go torture someone else, and the only way to do that is to learn how to interact with them. So regardless of how interactions go with them, it is always important to learn how to you know, keep your cool, not react emotionally, and here's the thing, you gotta learn this. You gotta learn this with a multitude of relationships, whether it's just like an unhealthy person, someone who's projecting, um, you know, a narcissist, whatever. Being able to stay calm and in control in when you get emotionally charged is something that you have got to practice. Number one, it diffuses the situation. Number two, you actually have control over your own self. That's what is supposed to happen. You are supposed to be adult who has control over their emotional states. Now, let's just keep it real. We're not gonna have control every single time because if we're hungry, if we're frustrated, if we're exhausted, if we're tired, we're going to react from time to time. So don't get down on yourself when you do react to people. Responding versus reacting is just something that you, you have to learn and practice, especially when it comes to toxic people because the minute you know you're about to go toe to toe, you enter their office, you have to stand in front of them and then engage with them, you need to know what you're up against. And you need to know at any point in time, something is going to happen that they're going to want to either cut you at your knees or they're going to say something or they're going to do something that you're going to think is unfair or unjust or not okay. And you are going to want to react because you're dealing with, like I said, you're dealing with that child-like adult. You see the adult, but what you don't see is the underlying child or even sometimes ego that's really just taking the forefront. So you're learning how to deal with the child and the ego of the person, not the adult that you see that you think is normal and healthy because that person doesn't exist. So, you know, and I talk about this extensively. Most people just have a habit of reacting. They're programmed to be reactive and it hurts them so much emotionally and energetically because you're just giving the abuser what they want. You're giving them your energy. And if you're really working on yourself, not even just to like manifest something and bring something to fruition, where you know you have to be keeping that vibe real high all the time. And it doesn't mean we suppress things. It just means that when we dip down, we know how to come back up. When we dip down and we stay down, or when something happens and someone triggers us and we go down to those lower energetic levels, that person then has control over you. And for me personally, if anyone's going to bring my vibe down, it's going to be me. And it's not going to be someone else who's just looking to get a rise out of me. So one of the key things is learning how to pause before you respond. Speaking really slowly, speaking really calmly, it's, it's a practice 
but one that you need to start to being able to handle yourself in any kind of stressful situations. It allows you to pause, get the emotional charge out of the situation. And quite frankly, when I pause, sometimes I pause. Like I'm not pausing for two minutes. I'm taking a deep 24-hour pause, however long it takes pause to get the emotional charge out of the situation so then I can handle something in the best way. Now, that doesn't mean we ignore people because then, of course, we're giving someone the silent treatment, but even making excuses for why you have to take the pause is necessary. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Uh, I left something in my car. You know, FedEx is at the door. I got to go. Like whatever the case is for you to get out of this situation so you can let yourself calm down, see the situation, and then go back into the ring and handle yourself in the best way. So learning how to, you know, check your body language as well makes sure that you are not showing any signs of stress and frustration and anxiety. And that is key. E, because the more calm you are inside, the more relaxed you are going to appear on the outside. And that's what we want. We want to appear calm, cool, and collected. And that requires practice. One thing that we want to start doing when we're dealing with all types of narcissistic ten, uh, personalities, especially a narcissistic boss, is we're going to want to set boundaries. Now, let's completely keep this real. We know this person doesn't care about our boundaries and they're not going to respect them. But remember, the boundaries you're setting are going to help this person. It's always going to be a tit-for-tat game with this person. And that is something that is crucial for you to understand. If you don't want to play that game, then don't play it. But I'm just telling you, this is how it goes. So while we know boundaries are not something that any narcissistic likes, they are critical because, you know, since a narcissist is more willing to take advantage of anyone for their gain, learning how to set parameters around what you will do and just how much this will affect them, this is essential. And that's what you want to always be portraying to this person. Now, remember, one thing that is really, really critical with all relationships when you're dealing with a narcissistic personality is to remember to take care of you. Now, this is something that most people don't realize is important, but it really is. Like, it is essential that you learn how to take care of yourself. It is essential that you continuously are working on yourself. That And, you know, here's the thing with these types of personalities. On some levels, they're going to challenge you in obviously a multitude of ways. And one way that they're really going to challenge you is to tap into your really your spiritual practice. For me, it was critical that I learned how to stay calm. It was critical that I learned how to take care of myself. It was critical that I was able to learn who this person was and understand what I was walking into. In order to be able to learn these kind of skills, that way you have more control in the situation and this person isn't just tearing you down and bringing you down this rabbit hole. I mean, that really is critical. So I hope that this has helped you guys out there. If you want more information, I always link everything below in terms of my coaching, whether it's programs or private coaching, et cetera. I hope this has helped you. Please share with anyone you think might benefit from this information and I'll see you next time.